Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm your host, Bill Purvis. Today's episode, by the way, is a continuation of our series on Back the Blue with my special guest today, Officer David Josie. Now, uh, we talked about some of the things on the first episode that were fantastic. Uh, we're going to go more in depth today on his undercover days, how long he's away from his family when he goes undercover, while undercover, who he's met. He's met some pretty hardcore guys with, uh, uh, you know, with the type work he's done. And so we're looking forward to being able to talk about some of those things today. I believe you're going to enjoy this broadcast. So let's get started. All right, so now let me ask you this. When, when you're doing the undercover stuff like that, you learn how to cook it and things like that, how long away do you have to like be away from your family when you're doing that? You don't go home at night, so you stay there or something, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. it, it, just, it just depends. All that has, has varied with case by case. Right. All right, with some of the people that you have to meet, that they've been in that lifestyle most of them probably all their life yes you can probably tell the difference between the people that are just new in it or just experiencing it and the real hardcore ones that that's just their world and their life and you don't cross them oh yeah. That, yeah 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 and just you know there's just different ways to to get in which yeah you know, we can't yeah you can't reveal I, I can't that talk, yeah but. but at least the thing is when you know it's kind of you know, I guess out there in that in that world, it really is. It's an everyday deal of having yes. to deal with it. So, it's is it similar to like television when you see the undercover guys like that? Yeah, close. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. How about when they cross over? You know, you hear about some crossover. Is there the and temptation? I've been involved, I've been involved in uh, uh, cases helping, where yeah, cases putting some in jail that have yeah have crossed over. Yeah, and it's. It just blows your mind. Yeah, that's what I would think. I think that somehow I'd read before where there were like like 10 or 12 famous ones that they had been deep undercover for a long time and everything had been kosher for a while, but then somehow they just slowly drifted and crossed over. Yeah. And guess they couldn't get back. Yeah. And so, and, and yeah, well, that and the, you know, this, the greed. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Was yeah, it the, the money. money? Is that what it is? It, yeah. So yeah, they the just greed. Yeah, they just make so much money at it. They think this is a better living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the money and I guess greed and the the thrill of the game. Yeah. Know, just the excitement of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I I think I'd read a statement one time years ago about somebody that had crossed over, and they were about to cross over, and they got out, and they got out just in time. And the statement they had made was like, I was glad I had got out just when I did because I had gotten where I was totally numb to everything. And they said I was just so numb to everything, didn't care that if I had not gotten out when I was, when I did, I probably would have stayed on the other side. Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah, they said they just no longer cared. And so, yeah. gosh, that's the – that's a crazy, and you don't think you're going. I guess you don't think when you first go on the police force, you know, okay, I'm going to get into that road. But when you get into it, <laughs> I guess there's a part of it, an adrenaline rush. It's, yeah, it's the cool part of, you know. I mean, if you want to really get in and and make a difference, that's the place to do it. You know. Yeah, true. And so true. But there's a ton of money and all that. You know, just uh, there's so much that involved. Now, do y'all do y'all ever get just tips? People that call in and say, you know. My neighbor over here is doing this, or babies' mamas are the, yeah, babies' mamas are the best ones. Are they? Yeah, <laughs> they tell on it. They rat it out because <laughs> yeah, because they get mad because uh, <laughs> babies' daddies, you know, with right. the other kids are doing yeah. something, yeah. and we'd get phone calls. 
And yeah, yeah, tell so, on them. So they rat out. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it was their own wife or girlfriend or girlfriend, husband. Generally, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've got a child by. Gosh, and, you know, and it's this, you know, and, and some of them you just die laughing. So, yeah, what now? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yep, he's sitting out there in the cul-de-sac right now washing his car. He got 16 pounds in his trunk because I uh, just left him there because he, would, he wouldn't give me no diaper no, diaper she, money. She's giving him <laughs> up over diapers. Yeah. Yep. Golly. Now, yeah. how about, do you ever have any of those accidental busts where you see the, the money and all that stuff? You just pull a car over and they've got everything? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. a good accidental bust was, mm-hmm. uh, and this was a wrong phone number. Uh-huh. This guy, I'm just, my Partner and I, we, yeah. we worked as undercover teams, mm-hmm. and we're riding up the road, actually Manchester and no, Veterans of Manchester, mm-hmm. and my cell phone, my work cell phone goes off. Right. So I answer it, you know, hey man, I got the stuff, and I thought it was one of my guys playing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, brother man, you got it, you got it, yeah. you got it, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. I said, you got the hole. Yeah. He said, no, no, you want a half. So then I realized hey, it's really wrong. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I knew he was talking about weed. And, right. You know, a, whole, a whole is a pound and okay. a half is a half pound. Okay. I said, yeah. no, bro, I said, I want the whole. Man, you got that money? I said, yeah, I got that money. Yeah. He said, he said, all right, all right, all right. You, you got to give me 30 minutes. I got to go get it. I said, mm-hmm. okay. All right. I said, where are we going to meet? He said, let's meet the usual spot. So I said, nah, it makes me a little nervous. You know, let's go someplace different. He said, what yeah. you call it? And I said, oh. I said, all right. I said, that convenience store, uh, yeah. parking lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, we'll meet you there. Manchester Veterans. Yeah. And I said, all right, all right. So just throwing it out of my mouth. I said, yeah. you still going to be in that truck? He said, no, man, you know I got rid of that truck. I got that white Trans Am now. I said, uh, all right. Uh, no. <laughs> so we went back to the convenience store parking lot and waited for a white Trans Am to show up. Uh-uh. Yeah. We got him with a pound of weed. And he had uh, – couple thousand bucks on him. It was a, all an accidental phone. All he accidental. called himself in. Yeah. He said, man, who set me up? I said, you just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to court the next day. He said, judge, I want to know who the informant is. Who set me up? Uh-uh. And I started laughing and the judge started laughing and said, you need to be careful who you call next yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> he called him telling me he got it ready. That's, <laughs> oh. God, that's, right, now, did, have you ever been in anything that turned out to be real violent that, you know, shootouts or whatever like that in the middle of, uh, in the middle of a bust or? Yeah, we have, yeah. we have, and it it generally uh, gets under control quick. Yeah, yeah, but you got to know that where so, the good guys are, where the bad guys are before you start shooting. Huh? Yeah, and you know uh, that group operates as a team, a real yeah. close team, right? And it's it, it's it's like a family. Yeah, and you know because you're spending so much time together, you work together, mm-hmm. and you know, and as with a family, they watch out for each other. Yeah, yeah. So that, it uh. uh you know, it's just it. Yeah, it happens, but it gets taken care of quick. Now, do you Call get a lot of people way. that have been already served time before? They got back out on the street. Oh yeah, repeat offenders. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot. Wow. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. And then it's just the the same as we were talking earlier: the greed of the money. Yeah. You know, that's just you know. Yeah. They, they look at it as you know easy money. Yeah, you would think if they'd spent their life over there in prison already, so many years there, that they'd come out with a different plan. You would think. Yeah. Because nowadays you can go in prison and, you know, come out with a college degree. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And then you also find, I know when I do prison ministries at the time, there would be there'd be people that would tell me, they'd say, if they would spend half the time planning how to how to live after they got out instead of having to plan a new crime. <laughs> and 
And some people literally would think about it. Next time, I'm not going to get caught. This is what I'm going to do. Yep. And then they're thinking about, you know, what went wrong last time. So this yeah. time I'm going to change my strategy. And I'm thinking they didn't want to change the end game. They just want to change the strategy. Yeah, know? yeah. And some of them, it's like yeah. getting uh, a promotion because we, yeah. had, we had one that he went to prison for burglary. Mm -hmm. And young guy went to prison for burglary. Right. And while he was in prison, he had this guy that uh, older – Man, I mm -hmm. understand. I think he was doing life. Yeah, that pulled him in under his wing, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it, got him hooked in with the cartel. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was in control of most of the cocaine that mm -hmm. came through this area all the way right. up to New York. Wow! Until he got caught. Yeah, yeah. And that's now. All right. Now let me ask you: Is the is the buy one of the most dangerous times? You know when you. You know, when you're having to make a buy or something like that? Uh, to me, the, you know, search warrant. When you go back and get uh -huh. the house because you don't know what's on the other side of that door. Okay. And there's, you know, you know, multiple times when, you know, you go through that door mm -hmm. and you'll hear a thud. And as you're, you know, running, you know, to mm -hmm. clear the house and make sure, see who's there and yeah. get everybody. And, you know, a lot of times you're stepping over guns because mm. they know what's happening. And, yeah. you know, if they got a gun in their hand, then that's extra time. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I know. I think one time you had to jump out of a window somewhere to arrest some guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, he rode his back out when he <laughs> dove, and uh, big old guy. And mm. I, I grabbed hold of him. We went out the window, and I was like, "Bubba, that's gonna hurt." <laughs> yeah. And we landed. I was glad he was a big guy. Yeah. He softened the blow. <laughs> no, and, and it wasn't. It wasn't like two feet either, was it? Oh no, well, no this was a second story window. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would put the sun. But now the taser gun works pretty good, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. Taser, yeah. And uh, a lot of people, well, a lot mm -hmm. of guys, people, well, a lot of criminals are right. people in general nowadays. If you mm -hmm. pull a gun on them, they know you, you know, you're, you're pretty much, you're not going to shoot them. Right. But if you pull that taser out, uh -huh. then they know they're going to feel <laughs> some electricity. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, because that was funny because one of the neighborhoods here mm -hmm. with, we pulled in one day, my partner and I, mm -hmm. and a uh, little young boy up on the corner started hollering, Georgia Power, Georgia Power. <laughs> light up. I was like, no, 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 come here, come here, come here. I said, man, what are you doing? He said, no, you light a brother up. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, how many votes are in them things? Uh, I believe 10,000, I think. Good night. And it it, it works good. And yeah. in order to... Uh, carry one, use one. You have to get tased by one. Yeah, you got to be tested by yeah, one, you right? Got to feel it. So that way you can testify in court, you know. Right. So, and it just it it hurts. Yeah. But once that five second ride's over with, mm -hmm. then you're fine. Well, now if you okay, if you're holding somebody, and and they get tased by well, another you officer, it. you feel it too, right? Oh no, it, yeah. I had one that was he was on a porch and we had got mm -hmm. a complaint selling right. dope off the porch, so we go up there and. I grab hold of him. Well, mm -hmm. he goes. To, I put him up, you know, up against the wall. You <laughs> right. know, I see, you know, a sack of cocaine and a pound of weed uh -huh. uh, at the side of the porch. Yeah. And so he pushes off the porch, you know, to push mm -hmm. away from me to run. But I had hold of him, so right. we went there and went down, and I'm on his back, mm -hmm. you know, hanging on to him. Right. And so I got my, t you know, I pulled my taser out. Mm -hmm. and I said, "Look, oh, you know, taser, taser, taser." Yeah. I said, "You don't want it." And then somebody it, hollers, gun, gun, gun. He's got a gun in his waistband. Oh. And he's trying to get to his waistband. So I 
on top of him, and I tased him in the side, I, and I felt it just as much as he no. did. No, <laughs> <laughs> both kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, Whoa. he was hollering, I was hollering. <laughs> I bet. I bet. God, be, uh, that, yeah, that, those situations would be the, the crazy thing about all of it's just, you know, like I say, you never know where it's going or what's going on. Did you ever feel like when you were, when you were like even undercover, that somehow you were getting close to being found out, or did you ever have to say, "I got to watch what I say" or watch what? I'm doing? Or they ever looked at you like with suspect or? or yeah, we, and I I had one that uh, one time that, and this was uh, pretty much at a party we just walked mm-hmm. into. Yeah, and had a guy that had talked to me about selling some ecstasy. Mm-hmm. So we grouped up, and the thing about you know, you know, everybody knows outside what yeah. I'm saying. They right. can hear me. Right. What I'm saying. So, you know, if something ever went bad, then yeah. they're coming in. Yeah. And, you know, I had a guy once and he was like, man, I know you. And I had the full beard, mm-hmm. the earrings. Right. And uh, that biker look. Right. And he said, man, I know you. I know I know you. Mm-hmm. I said, brother, you don't know me. I said, I ain't from here. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, I know you. I know you. Uh-uh. You didn't used to ride a motorcycle with the police department, did you? I said, man, I look like I ride motorcycles with the police department. Mm. And then everybody started laughing in the room because there was yeah. a bunch of people in there. Yeah. And uh, uh, it calmed down after that. Yeah. But you, but you, you know, And it is, like you said earlier, it's like acting, but you, you, know, you, know, you play the role. And yeah. You get into the conversation with them to mm. where they get comfortable with you. Right. Now, let me ask you, were some of those guys – did they, you know, because sometimes, you know, if you just watch by the movies, you get, you know, you get these hardcore guys don't ever think of anything else. Some of the people I've met in life that were just really hardcore also had a side to them where they may have loved their kids or they loved their mama or, you know, there was a human side to them as well. Yeah. Did you find that sometimes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've only met one person that really didn't love his mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I bought some meth off of him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, what you going to do to help yourself out? Yeah. He said, well, I know where seven ounces of meth is right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, where? Mm-hmm. At my mama's. I said, your mama's? <laughs> he gave his mama up. <laughs> I, I said, you know you go to the devil when you turn you, when you do your mama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Which he did. We went, and she had seven ounces of meth. Wow. Uh, hanging on a chair in front of her bed. And I'm uh-uh. like, good Lord. And so he gave his own mama. Because that's the way it works, too, is generally if they get caught. Yep. If they've got a good enough, uh, uh, you know, if you got, I guess if you, if you catch her a good enough or whatever, they can they can negotiate for time or whatever yes. by turning in somebody. Yeah, so that's yeah. so he gonna turn in mama. <laughs> yeah, you know you going to the. Bank. I know, I know. But yeah, there's some of them that you really would think because uh, I know even now, you know, I, I I know people that I say, you know, before I became a Christian, I probably could have hung out with them, not think much of it, you know. And yeah. so I see them and I say, I know they do bad stuff, but truth is, I probably could have hung out with them. I didn't, you know. And so I yeah. guess there's some you probably think, you know, we could have been friends if if they wasn't pushing that, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. they're not as bad of people as you think, you yeah. know. And there, I have met uh, yeah. some people that, yeah, same thing that, yeah. you know, uh, you know, nice as can be. Yeah, and and some of them could have run a business, you know. Some some of the ones I've met before, they they could have actually run a company or run a business, and maybe yeah. that was their business. They just, you know, but it was just what they were doing that was saying, "Good night, you crazy." All right. Well, I'm so glad you guys stuck around. For part two of this conversation in our Back the Blue series with David 
Josie. And part three is incredible. Each part of this conversation gets better and better. We got four parts in total. And in part three, the next one that you'll hear, you'll get to hear David talk a little bit about his time after being undercover and while he was on patrol and all that kind of stuff. Some good stuff. Some people that he's met in restaurants that recognized him from his undercover days or when he was on patrol. And the thanks that they actually gave him for putting them in jail and the things that they've been able to do afterwards and turning their life around. Really cool stuff. Great stories. So make sure that you stay tuned for that and hit the subscribe button if you're listening on a podcast app. Whichever one you're on, we're on all of them. We're all over or if you're watching on YouTube, hit the bell so that you can stay notified when part three of this conversation with Bill and David comes out. And I'm just going to take a moment. I don't know if you guys know this, but if you're not familiar with Bill Purvis, or maybe you are and you just don't know a lot about him, he has an incredible story of how he got started on the journey he, he's been on and, and what he's done for the last 30, 40 years and he's got it all documented in his book. He just came out with it a few years ago. It's called Make a Break For It. Make sure you check this out. You can go to makeabreakforit.com. It's in all major bookstores. It's online. This story right here talks about how when he was 17 years old, he was stabbed three times, bleeding out, was left for dead, and how God used his life, saved him, and how he was able to go on and do the things that he's done in his life afterwards incredible book by far one of the best books i've ever read both best leadership books i've ever read as well got a lot of really cool life lessons leadership lessons and some really really neat stories in here so make sure you check it out you can read the first chapter for free on makeabreakfort.com as well and i'm telling you if you read the first chapter you're going to be hooked you will end up buying the book there's no way around it it is just that good so make sure you check it out makeabreakfort.com and as always, I'm so glad you guys are tuning in. Thank you all for being a part of this family, this team. Our BP Leadership Podcast is growing like crazy, and it's because of you guys. So make sure that you continue to listen to it, share it with your friends, tell your coworkers, your family members about it, and maybe they can hear some cool things in these podcast episodes and in these stories that will help them grow in their life as well. So thank you again. We're glad you're here. We'll see you next time. And as always, remember that this is where real leaders are made. <laughs>